Cyberpunk Red, The Dark Future. The year is 2045, and our edge runners Shade, Shift, Oni, and Carl have just come off a major job with their rocker boy friend Mizuki. They've got a new job in front of them, and a new game master at the head of the table. In this campaign arc, a sequel to the Lucy in the Sky bonus campaign from Massive Damage Adventures Season 4, Ian takes the chrome chair, and I join as a player. This will be about a 20-episode mini-campaign, with each episode being 40 to 60 minutes. Our intro music is Challenge Day by Mindbender, and the background music is Sirenscape's official Cyberpunk Red soundscapes. If you're interested in running your own Cyberpunk Red campaign virtually, get yourself a free Roll20 account at Roll20.net and pick up the Cyberpunk Red Roll20 edition for $39.99 US. Got a physical copy of Red and still want to use the virtual table? No problem, Chum. The character sheet is free. You've just got to do the extra legwork to load your maps, assets, and Machiavellian schemes. And, as you jack into the digital streets of Night City, don't forget the Edge Runner's rules. Style over substance. Attitude is everything. Live on the edge. Break the rules. Yes, so uh, we go into the tunnels. Um, does anybody do any prep before we go, or are we just heading right in there? We got I, the I do some dynamic warm-up before we start climbing. <laughs> Limber up. Yep. Uh, so you do your stretches. Um, uh, Shade leads everyone in a quick yoga routine, some breathing exercises. Uh, being limber is very important. Uh, shift switches into her lower platform boots, which are only seven inch platforms. Her tactical boots. You gotta feel the ground when you're climbing. I get it. Merrick, that. Um, uh, that gift didn't load, and I instantly knew what it was. Of course you did. Yeah, didn't even have to. I just went, I know what this is. That modern classic? <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. It absolutely yeah, is a modern rocks. classic. I don't think I saw the sequel. Nope, didn't see the sequel yet. I mean, I wasn't mad at it. It's what it Fair is. Fair enough. That's pretty good <laughs> yeah. for a sequel. Yeah, it doesn't really fuck around with, like, ah, let's get crazy into plot. <laughs> Uh, so as we kind of climb into the tunnels here, um, the air uh, flow ducts are quite small. You'll have to climb into them. Um, so what's our what's our crawling order? <laughs> I don't like Not the way you first. said that, but so I have a proposal here. I know that Carl usually takes point, but he's also big enough that if something happens to him and he falls, we all get taken out while climbing. And we're apparently going to need to do some techie stuff with the airflow at some point on this climb. Uh, I can go last, because I'll catch you. I will catch you! Actually, uh... Hold on with your legs! Throw out your hands! I will catch you, Danny! <laughs> Danny! That was really good. That was really What's good. that from? Last Action Hero. It's all Last Action Hero. Uh, what were you going to say, Tim, about Oni? Uh, Oni might also probably be near the Bredu because he has a, a significant amount of mods that probably make him heavier than he looks. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. I should have invested in a grappling hook arm, but I didn't. Uh, so, cool. is, who do we say was in, who says in front? Who out of the rest of us has the best um, infiltrating skills, disabling technology? Uh, I am good at that. I'm pretty good at stealth, and I'm not terrible at climbing. I was a donor to find all of these. 
Guessing, uh, guessing, climbing would guessing. be athletics yeah. under body skills. Um, and then the tech stuff would probably be under technique skills. There's electric security tech. And then there'd be I'm, basic tech. Yeah, so I'm super good at both basic tech and electric security tech. And my athletics is actually eight. I'm so, meh wow. at everything. Like, really meh at the tech. So it sounds like Frogger should take point. Um, I'll go third last after Carl and Oni because I am not strong at any of the things we need here. And then shift and then Frogger? Yeah, then shift and then Frogger? So Frogger, shift, shade, Oni, Carl. Do you want me to be up further in case Frogger gets into trouble? Yeah, keep in mind you are, like, crawling in a duct. What are you planning on doing? Shooting people. Do you want to put Carl second? So go uh, Frogger, Carl, uh, Shift, Shade, Oni. Okay. That way, like, if shit goes down, I can at least, like, jump, push Frogger down. He's small. Yeah, uh, I'll and drop. then shoot over top of him. I'll drop and cover my ears. Put the noise canceling on on my helmet. <laughs> boop. <laughs> In his head, it's just like, boop, 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 And there's just gunfire going off right <laughs> next to his head. It sounds like a world where investing in really good noise cancelling is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. Jen sent me a text. I have to respond to it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, just a Nothing, scathing diatribe. No, I'm sorry. I could have waited until later. I just had to get my brain thoughts out. Uh, no, no, no. It's important. Um, uh, so, brain thoughts uh, uh, and your name words. Everybody, listeners as well, just take like five minutes and... and uh, <laughs> so, uh, you are craw- you are crawling in these ducts, um, and Frogger, uh, you are up front. Um, how close are you paying attention to everything around you, or how are you just kind of moving? Like, what what's your I'm mentality de- going in? I'm definitely heads up display on the map, um, so I'm not super paying attention to what's immediately in front of me. I'm looking for technological explanations of things in front of me. So, like. If I'm hitting hard points, I'm looking for cameras and tripwires and stuff like that. If there's like a conventional thing, it probably slips by me and Carl has to notice it. Excellent. That's what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you're traveling. You you know this is like several kilometers of, of crawling, unfortunately. Uh, and it's like you have like a clear path. Like you can overlay... Um, your structure on top of the plans, um, and so you're like got, like the heads up display thing. I'm guessing like on your like, do you have like a, a HUD kind of thing? Yeah, I've got my helmet down. It's the virtuality uh, goggles, which does augmented reality. So yeah, that's what I've heads up on it. Yeah, so you're, like you're going like left and right. You're doing all like the you're doing like all the correct directions and stuff. You take like a half second at like kind of each junction just to make sure because like you're kind of doing a maze in reverse, and you keep kind of going along. I had an excellent idea, which might play into what you're about to do to me. Uh, he definitely <laughs> throws up like a quick reskin of the ducts so that they look like he's um, crawling through like a, a science fiction novel alien planet. Oh, great! Uh, yeah, I mean that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I guess you replace... why that makes life more interesting. Uh, it's when you are kind of like while you're traveling, you're putting on your second overlay, which is like applying the radar from aliens to your kind of like threat <laughs> detection software. When um, 
Carl, you perhaps maybe hear something. Do you want to make me a perception at a minus two? Because you got a big old frogger butt in your face. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't say that. A frogger butt of indeterminate size. He's a narrow butt kid. Poor frogger. You have, a t- <laughs> you have two bony lumps in front of you. <laughs> crit. Um, so you can hear... 24. The sound of like a high, yeah, yeah, you hear it. You hear the sound of like a high pitched whirring sound, and what sounds like metal on metal. Do I recognize what it might be? Um, I'm guessing fan. Make me a security tech roll. Oh, I'm very dumb. Is that electrical security tech? Uh, yes, yeah. Electronic slash security tech. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, ten. Uh, you are not familiar with this particular sound. It's a machine of some kind. Some kind of machine head. Poke, what? Poke. Is it a machine? I'll take down the HUD and, uh, like, take down the skins and actually look around. Uh, you can't really see anything. All you can see is kind of like the 20 or so feet of ducting that's in your kind of current kind of visibility, like where you are currently looking. Um, but even you start to hear it now, and it definitely sounds like whatever this high-pitched whirring and metal-on-metal sound is, is moving. All right, all right. Um, I am going to, I guess, reach out for hard points. I'll take a look with my uh, with my interface ability. Sure. That's a seven on the short scale. Uh, short would be... What's the distance on that again? No, I mean um, short scale for difficulty. Oh, short scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basic, but I didn't hit standard. Uh, So you don't see any any access points currently. Um, you can see with your tech, though, you check, though, that there's something throwing out some form of a signal, and you kind of overlay it onto your um, map, and you can see that there's something moving in the ducting with you. Okay, like um, adjacent to us, or it's coming towards us? Uh, imagine, like, a broken spider web of, like, what the ducting looks like. It's quite, like, labyrinthine. And you can see it's not near you, but it's also not close. It's in like a couple of ways over, a couple up and a couple over. So with the rate it's moving, it could come where you guys are, but you're not really sure what it is. It looks like some kind of autonomous vehicle. I was going to say, can I like say, everybody, everybody quiet. Let me listen. Let me listen. And then make like a basic tech roll to see if I, I can identify the type of machine. Uh, Make a, I think it'd be a security tech roll. So, okay. Because of how it's a killer robot. Uh, where is security tech? It's not under technique. Uh, skills. Technique. Electrical security tech. Oh, electric. I was looking under S. Okay. Uh, 19. Uh, it appears to be some variety of uh, sweeper drone. Um, something that is used to keep ducting free and to keep people out of it. So it is definitely something that's monitoring this section. Um, and that would, uh, again, explain that the radio signals it's sending out, like all of the net traffic, it's that something is monitoring it or it's receiving instructions and it's kind of sweeping the area. Okay, so I'll kind of like look over my shoulder and say, 
there's a janitor drone looking around for people. So, like, you know, let's be quiet. I'll tell you if it's coming closer. And then I'll just watch it for a bit. Um, you, Watching it, I don't want to make you roll for this just because uh, we're doing a lot of rolling right now. But you see it, it, it doesn't seem to be following, like, a pattern of some kind. Like, if you wanted to, like, write a program and chart it out. But it doesn't seem to be, it seems to be, like, randomly searching the area. Um, it doesn't seem to be not going somewhere. And you see it going to, like, several, like, dead ends. So you imagine it's only a matter of time before you either sneak past it or it runs into you. Okay, so to make it a little bit easier to sneak past it, I do like the idea of writing kind of like a predictive algorithm. Just set my um, set my deck to monitoring it and saying these are its likely paths. Sure. Um, I feel like that's going to be a deduction roll, but I'm going to add a plus four to that because you are solving it with computers. You are like applying not only your deduction to it, but you're also applying like a bit of your technology kind of background to it. Okay, so I get a bonus of plus four. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming your deduction isn't bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. I'm going to spend three points of luck, though, because I really want this to go. Um, okay, so then deduction with three points of luck. Uh, that gets me a 21. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you managed to plot out exactly its course. You see that it is following. Um, you're like, I know this. It's like a search pattern. It's a Unix system. Yeah, kind of. It's actually like a search pattern based off of like how uh, World War II bombers used to like try and search for targets in the night. And it's like an analogy. It's like an exact copy of that, except abstracted to like its current pathing system. And you're like, oh, this is easy. And you're like, all right, we have to wait here for two minutes and then we have to go quick and then we'll be fine. All right. And I will, like, super slick and cool turn back and go, I've mapped out the search grid. I know where it's going to be. And we're not going to be there. Frogger's adorable, and I love him. <laughs> and then continue. Yep, all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you catch sight of it as you kind of pass by this section of ducting. Um, and it is, um, it has like several rollers, um, one on kind of each edge. Um, and then it has like this big massive turbine in the center of it with like searchlights. And the turbine has like these big, like industrial metal blades. Um, and you can kind of see on the back of it. Um, not only is there like substantial like drive um, sections and, and engines at the back of it, there appears to have been like an assault rifle mounted to like a bracket on the back of it. So it looks like a pretty serious drone was running through. Here. <laughs> uh, yes, they see you rolling, and they are indeed hating. <laughs> so you uh, make it to the uh, um, to like the straight up into the building into the interchange system. And your climbing gear that you bought uh, means that nobody actually has to take athletics checks. But if people want to roll them anyways to figure out how awesome you are at climbing, you can go ahead no. and do that. No. 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 That was mostly for Carl. Frogger is Frogger is not trying to show off. Yeah, Shade's just trying not to fall. Squeak! 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 That's my platforms on metal. Oh god! Oh no! So stealthy. 
<laughs> cut to the outside where there's like some people walking by in a hallway and they're like, the frick is that? Pipes? Huh. <laughs> Go and get some pipes. coffee. Better be pipes. And then we Yeah, like uh, low paid security staff. Yeah. Um, so as you are uh, uh, traveling up here, you kind of like get up to the top and uh, as you start climbing, a different sort of noise um, starts to reach you. Uh, as you get up to the top, you can see that there is like a, a massive turbine that appears to be pulling in air. And what it does is it's like the air comes up and then down and then through the turbine and then like out through the bottom. And the shaft of the turbine has a bunch of other intake valves coming from like the other directions. And so you're going to have to destroy or stop the fan somehow um, in order to get to the access shafts that are underneath the turbine. Uh, the turbine is roughly large house sized. So it's about 40 feet across. Um, and like the central conical structure of it looks to be about like 10 foot by 10 foot. So we're talking like the biggest plane engine you've ever seen times a bit. And okay. it's sucking us towards it? It's sucking air in? Uh, correct. It's sucking air in, like whooshing it in from all of these different like access shafts um, coming down into it and then gotcha. into the building. Uh, does anybody see like access panel or anything? Uh, Frogger definitely would like to use physical uh, stuff on this, not technological, because he's assuming there's no actual hard point or access point nearby. So electric security tech. Did you try putting um, your laptop on top of it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to hack. Just pop it on top. Pull out some Wolverine claws. <laughs> it turns out Carl's actually a pretty good hacker. <laughs> Just put a laptop on everything and then shoot it. So there isn't a um, like there isn't an access point like anywhere that you can see like nothing like this area is designed for like a smooth kind of function. Um, if you get down to like the nose of the turbine, if you can like somehow get like into the like the guts of the turbine, you should be able to disable it there directly because it's like there's an access panel on the center cone which appears to not be moving. But oh, other than good. that, you don't really see uh, anything. You would have to get close to this thing, and you can feel, like, everyone's hair is, like, moving in towards this thing. Hey, Carl, have you seen that really, really old movie, Mission Impossible? I don't, what, I don't watch movies. Do you have rope? Yeah. Does it look like I could be lowered down towards it on a rope? I'm not doing that. Uh, it does look like you could, but you'd be lower down on the side of it, and again, it's like twenty feet out to the to the thing. Okay. And I'm assuming it's just like like crawling tunnel up to this opening, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have like enough. Like the tunnels are are like wider a bit. Like your tunnel joins a couple of other tunnels coming in, so you have like a little staging area. You're kind of like half crouch, but you have enough room to kind of set up. If you need to access some technology or gear or something to help you do this, you can. So just visualizing again. So we're coming in horizontally, and the thing is below us, sucking air in from upper vents. Correct, uh, and, so, and and it's like forty feet across. So if we were to drop down directly from here, we'd be 20 feet away from the middle thing. Correct. Okay. So we 
fire a line across, shimmy out to the middle, and then drop down directly. Uh, I have a Car- rocket you, yeah, yeah, you look oh. over and Carl has his rocket launcher out. I, but no, 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 no. Then we're going to burn Tomash's d- d- tunnel. I don't understand. They're going to know we're here. This is a stealth job, Carl. One more time. Quiet, quiet, boom, boom, later. Oni's gonna actually bring up the grapple gun that he has and goes, you want, you want to use this. Oh, yeah. we're gonna no, I, I really want to use this. No, no, no. You <laughs> want to on a personal level. You want to use this on an actual, this is what we need to use. You'll get to use the rocket launcher later. We don't want to mess up Tamash's tunnels. What if he needs to come back here later? But just so you guys know, we can use it now and later. It's not like if we use it now, we can't use it later. Well, uh, I'm glad to know you've got enough ammo. Yeah, I brought a bunch. So, but we're not what do you say? We no, we're not using don't it now. Use a rocket launcher right now? No, we want to continue being stealthy. I don't know if uh, I can truck with you guys, Carl. Your <laughs> professional eye. Uh, you look at this piece of machinery, and you're pretty sure. If you wanted to, any of the munitions that you have, like uh, a couple of grenades or a rocket, would knock this thing off kilter and probably stop it. Like, it looks to be a high-performance thing, but it's not hardened at all. It's not Carl-proof, eh? Is there anything, Carl, that you can do that would make it look like mechanical failure instead of munitions? Like, that it would be a... A, a maintenance problem and not a bunch of runners coming in. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, not from here. I could jump onto it. <laughs> yes. Yes, you should. You want to get on that thing, right? The cone thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then what do we what do we do then? I open it up and slow it down so we can go through. Oh, you got to be there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how complicated it is. I can maybe talk you through it. I was just gonna open it up and hit it with stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that, would that work if I just like if there was stuff there and I took that stuff out? If I look up like through the shafts, it, does it look like there's possibility that like debris could have come in and hit it and broken it? Um, no, uh, no, the top of it is kind of like smooth. Like it has like it's like a smooth thing with like the different access ports coming in all around it. So, what was this, like, shoot a line across idea? Okay. Make a T, and then I drop down. Are you just going totally solo on that one? Uh, depends on... I, I It really depends on the uh, loading of the rope. Ani? Uh, uh, alternatively, what if... We just have you and Car you and Carl swing down there via the grapple gun. 
What do you mean? You fired across the opposite wall, uh-huh. you jump, and then you let it swing you down there to the. That to sounds the... like falling into a fan. Yeah, but if we keep it short enough, you won't fall into the fan. But then uh, you get the wall yeah, drop and yeah. fall into the fan. All right. Yeah, you'll. Still... If only there was something in the tunnels that you could perhaps push into the fan. Our rope uh, holds up to eight hundred pounds. <laughs> That's impossible, Ian. I did think let's go get the droid and throw the droid in, but then that also means we have to encounter a droid in a tight hallway that has a machine gun, and it's something I'd rather not do. (laughs) Okay. If we can shoot that across, right? Frogger and I go out, and I can lower the little boy down into the death fan. (laughs) Yep. Perfect. And if something goes wrong, I'll try to yank him out. Sorry, kid. That's If something goes wrong, it's going to go wrong really fast. I'm going to live forever. This is good. Yep. Confident in this plan. Cool. Uh, hey, <laughs> why don't you crush one of those drinks real quick? <laughs> oh, there might also be another alternative that might be a little bit safer. If we if if flying if going down we can if we have you go let's say we have extra rope if we have climbed down halfway down the tunnel then fire the ground from an angle the the amount you have to travel downwards while you swing towards the center means you'll be less likely to have like a dangerous as drop. Why do you want to swing into stuff? Because it means at least you who can competently do heavy lifting and physical activities will carry the one who so far I'm not sure about. Well, that's the point is he's not going to be in charge of any of the physical things here. All right. I'm going to go out on the rope and lower him down. He just has to do his thing. Okay. I see. There we go. Are there lower access points that we could climb to, to make the rope closer? Um, I don't think so. Just like how I'm envisioning it is basically like a cone, like a, a tube with a top and access points. I drew a picture. If where? that's accurate. Where, where did you draw a picture? Oh, oh. right. And, yeah. Is it me that I just only saw dicks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah basically. Yeah. Very yeah, dick like. Yeah. Except that like that there's what? exactly like that. Except that there is like a bunch of entrances, so you could probably fire it across into like one that's opposite to you. Melissa, this huh? is a g-string, <laughs> and this is the shaft of the dick. It's sort of like a side three-quarter view. Yeah, and this is a tiny man underneath. <laughs> this thumb. is the underpants that have, uh, <laughs> or the the clothing that has been torn off of this very long G-string. I'm just going to say nothing should ever, ever be dangling from a G-string, so I reject your vision. First of all, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Second oh. of all, uh, what is the distance across? Can we tell that? Yeah, um, it is about 40 feet across. Perfect. Plenty of space. Okay. All right. And Frogger just mutters, Operation G-String is a go. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, 
I'm not doing this if we're calling it that. I thought it was a grapple string. Why would anyone call it a grapple string? Well, you were saying G string. <laughs> Did I say G string out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what have I been saying out loud? Let's let's just get this business done. Mostly just work. singing show tunes. Fuck, that's out loud. <laughs> Shit. Uh Cool. Uh, do you want a grappling hook? Uh, you got it, Tony? Yes, I got it. I'll take care of it. Uh, all right. Uh, so I heard a grappling hooks check, which I guess would be like a some sort of firearms check. Like a handgun hooks check? Yeah, I'd say a handgun check. Yeah. So let's let's make an attack roll um, to to see if you correctly target the grappling hook. It just goes right into the thing and like winds yeah. it up and like smoke comes out. <laughs> it just yanks Oni out of the tunnel. Yeah, straight into the fan. Okay, mm-hmm. so that, that, that's actually an eighteen. Red everywhere. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't dodge. Uh, so you manage to hit the other side of the area. Uh, and you, like, how are you attaching it on this end? You're like, you're like, um, yanked in at the other side. Like you're not yanked in. You're, you've driven a spike into it. Let's see. Well, one, I also am body 12, so I'm actually pretty, pretty solid. Um. Your body 12? He's got a yeah. super suit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, cool. He's got more body than Carl. <laughs> really? Yeah, I only got body uh, 10. Oh, well, there you are. I have the less uh, advanced form of the same suit. I, uh... Oh, no, I didn't get a suit. I got the cyberware. The, uh... No, that's what I mean. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I got both the... Yeah. So, anyways. Um... Cool. And, yeah. I'm body 12. And so, I mean, just with that... I'm pretty solid. And then we just attach rope to Shift and Shade, too. We're basically a sturdy anchor. Yeah, seems reasonable. Uh, okay. So we've got everything kind of set up there. Uh, then I guess Carl will need an athletics check to take you and Frogger down. So what I'm going to do is attach a rope between Frogger and I that I think can't go into the fan. The backup rope. Very smart. Just so that... Well, that's the... Like, I'm going to lower you down on that rope. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want you to be able to accidentally... Even if I, like... You know, the rope slips out of my hands, that you just go... <laughs> and frogger paste. Uh, no. And then... How... uh. How confident are you in your climbing abilities? Oh, you know, so one time I had to get to this mainframe that was um, at the top of a building and I had to climb down on the outside and it was a windy day and I only slipped a couple of times. How old are you? (laughs) 17 and a half. And a half. That's not enough to be doing this. Uh... To be clear, you should be in school. Didn't say, uh, didn't repeat, and a half out loud. 
but you definitely heard like a strangled laugh from somewhere back in line. <laughs> this is a dystopian tech future. He's definitely not too old for school. He's definitely too old for school. Okay. So you cling to me and I'll shimmy out there. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can handle that. You're clinging to Carl. Carl is oh, shimmying out there. All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to assume that you guys can like rig yourself together. I'm not going to require a athletics check from Frogger on this. You guys shimmy out there. Uh, the rope is definitely like bowing under the, we'll call it 400 pounds of men and material that's out there. Maybe <laughs> close to 500, right? Because like Carl is substantial and packing. And he's got a lot of weaponry. I don't bring that with me when we're climbing out, by the way. I don't bring yeah, like, a rocket launcher. Bring the rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, that stays in the bag. In the uh, you still climb out there, and then, like, uh, I'm guessing you, you do, like, a... Uh, yeah, make an athletics check. Yeah, yeah. And an athletics check. It'll be also getting out there, and then it'll also be, like, I'm assuming you're going to do something cool, like, plant your feet on the roof, and then, like, kind of, like, wheel him out upside down. Uh, what physics are you... Like, yeah, like, standing upside down with, like, your feet on the roof, like, planted? Is that... I guess that What would hold me against there? I don't know. I was assuming, like, the action <laughs> of the rope. <laughs> Like, if the rope um, was so taut that I could press against it with my back, maybe? Yeah, but you just yeah. said it was bowing. So I don't yeah. think the rope is going to hold. I'm just going to shimmy out, lock my legs around, and then hang down freestyle to lower down Frogger. Like a I... normal person would. Uh, so let's get another athletic check to lower down Frogger. I want to give you maximum possible benefit, uh, maximum possible times to oh, do that! Oh no. Yep. Bye, Frogger! <laughs> Uh, so Frogger, you, you are like being lowered down and then like, what, is there any sound from Carl as like your grip slips? Is my grip slipping? Uh, yeah. You know, like what sound happens as you like kind of let Frogger fall down on top of this thing? So now is my grip on the rope slipping or is my grip on the rope that I'm holding him slipping? Uh, you are dropping Frogger. You are attached oh. to the rope that's on you. I'm attached to him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, he's cool. falling at a at a level that you did not expect. Like it is a sudden fall. It's There's not like a saying nothing thing. helps here, so I just Carl remains quiet. All right. Um, so Frogger, you are heading down with like an alarming speed at this cone, this big pointy cone that's beneath you. What do you do? Oh man, I am. My hands are so sweaty right now. Um, let's see if Frogger can just like, uh, he's falling. He's going to try and like do what he saw in a movie one time and roll himself over so that he can grab the rope. Ooh, that'd be cool. Uh, I'm going to call that a contortionist check. Ooh, I don't have points in that, but I've got two points <laughs> of luck left. I don't have points in that. Yeah, you're we are a little too happy about that. <laughs> it's always fun, I mean, like as a DM, and I'm sure Merrick is feeling this. Whenever someone gets to roll something, it's like not really normal. You're like, yeah, let's do that. I haven't rolled uh, one of those yet. I'm like, uh, I've got two points in athletics and two points in dance, but none in contortionist. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's even better. Instead of, like, doing the movie roll, which we are going to do, uh, he does, uh, like, the windmill kick to oh, nice. wrap it up. No, it's not going to be a So dose. it's like a capoeira-style, yeah, like, exactly. shifting yourself on? Yeah, I love that. That's what, what that it's going to be. Where they they spin themselves up the rope with the, like, what movie is that? I know I mean, the movie you're talking about. Uh, that sort of, like, curtain ribbon dancing is super cool. I know a guy in Edmonton who does that. Oh, that's awesome. I also know a guy who does that. It was a former uh, um, former coworker of mine. Your former coworkers are wide and varied in their their shows of professions. Uh, I mean, this guy's still a programmer, but he does um, straps. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I am trying to hire one him of my, my current company. Has run away, so I'm rolling the other one. Yes, I rolled a 10. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I rolled another 10. I'm not even kidding. Ooh! Nicely done. Uh, it's exploding, right? You get to roll uh, again. Yeah, I'm going to roll again. Roll another 10. Now nah, it was a 5. Okay, that's oh. 25 plus 8. 33. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So it's 930. Uh, I feel like this is going to be the last part of our session before we break. Uh, so... Um, I'm going to add in a little bit of extra flourish here. So, Carl, you are letting go of the rope. Uh, it is falling sickeningly. You see uh, Frogger, like, for the barest fraction of a second as, like, all of your combat reflexes kick in and time begins to slow down. He begins to fall quicker. And, Frogger, you are falling towards spinning blades of death and a giant pointy nose cone Describe to everyone how you managed to survive with a 35. That's nuts. Yeah. 30, yeah. 33. 33. Oh, okay, yeah. you die then. Sorry. Yeah, I die. Um, oh. but, so <laughs> then you're 35 dead. 35 difficulty sure. value. Um, so dropping towards it, uh, just like pure adrenaline and like sugar and cocaine uh, coursing through his veins. And he just tenses all of his muscles and whips himself like in a in a barrel roll so that he can grab but it wraps around his stomach and he goes up a second time so that it's like wrapped around his body and then he grabs the rope and he's just sitting there spinning <laughs> gorgeous awesome uh, maybe. maybe frogger will live forever <laughs> with rolls like that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he definitely would uh, shout out. Oh, he's got to shout out something. Anybody uh, who's got a movie quote that Frogger would probably say in this moment? Just like a supercut of every time someone has dropped an f bomb in a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yes, that's canon. He shouts out, "King Kong ain't got nothing on me." Carl, did you see that? Meanwhile, uh, you look up and Carl has recovered his grip and, like, whole body and face is white, right? <laughs> seven, like, gigantic anime eyes. Like, he's 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 got I you. I just say seven inch, not... He doesn't have seven eyes. <laughs> Transforms into a spider. Uh, you can see that Carl clearly has you. Like, he clearly has a solid purchase on you again. But you look up and you see Carl flexing muscles you didn't know he had. Like, just everything is at, like, a complete flex. <laughs> you will not move another inch. 
All right. And he goes, Operation G-String, and starts to lower himself down. I drop him. <laughs> <laughs> Knife out, cut the rope, let him go. Uh, uh, you disable he the fan. He climbs up the rope like Legolas before it can fall. Uh, you get the fan down to a measly 10 revolutions per minute. Um, and as it's slowly rotating, you can see the ducting underneath it, and you can see an access hatch that has a bright green light on it, and you know from looking at your um, readouts that that hatch is currently unlocked and that you can get into the building now. And with Operation G-String successful, oh, uh, that is where we will leave it for tonight. One final, One final line from Frogger as he sees the exit. We're in the pipe, five by five. <laughs> Why do you keep talking like that? I respect it. Dropping Marines off. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for attending Cyberpunk. I will see you all in two weeks since I have the rest of the building planned. Thank you for the game. Thank you, guys. That was fun. That was fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cyberpunk Red Homestead. Please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK on Instagram and YouTube at Skyhammer Press, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash massivedamageadventures. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. I've just murdered a man! And I want to confess! And I want to confess! Shut up! (laughs) I love this town.